0: I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the PA the FI Way podcast. I wanted to first take a moment to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to take a listen to this podcast episode. Before we dive into a topic today that I think will be highly valued by the listeners, I wanted to give a brief update. So at the beginning of last week's podcast, I had mentioned that we were hoping to get another ice fishing trip in before the season was over. I usually record these episodes about a week or two ahead of the time that they are released. So my husband and I were able to ice fish one more time way up north with some of our friends. However, on the day we decided to come back home, it was good that we did so because the ice roads closed that day. There was a giant ice heave at the end of the road. It was probably about six to eight feet tall, but we were able to Get around it because there was already a path created. But it was a little sketchy. Even though there was still plenty of ice out on the lake, probably about two and a half feet worth of ice, the conditions of getting off the ice just weren't that great. So, although we are a little disappointed that ice fishing season is over, the weather is warming up and spring is right around the corner. Today's episode is about a topic that I feel will resonate with many of my listeners. It is all about paying back those lovely PA student loans. I would like to review different strategies to use in trying to pay back those student loans that can accumulate both in undergrad as well as during PA school. Now, as a reminder, this podcast as well as my website are for informational and educational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. If you are like many new certified PAs, you likely are thinking, how in the world am I ever going to pay off that much in student loans? Well, it is possible. It just takes some time, persistence, perseverance, as well as motivation. Now, maybe you are fortunate in that you have family members or a spouse who can assist you in paying back some of your debt. But if you are like many PAs, you have to figure out a way to repay your student loans, mostly on your own income or potentially with help from others. But they ultimately are your student loans to pay back. It really did seem like a daunting task when my first monthly student loan payments were more than our first mortgage payments per month. This was just absolutely craziness. So let's review some strategies. The first suggestion for you is to live like a PA student for another two to five years after you are done with PA school. This suggestion is a slight spin off of what Dr. Dolly of the White Coat Investor recommends for physicians, which is to, quote, live like a resident for two to five years after residency. So what does live like a PA student for another two to five years actually mean? It means do not let your new fancy PA income allow you to have a fancy new budget. This brings up the concept of something called lifestyle creep. Lifestyle creep is the notion that the more money you earn, the more money you start to spend. If you think about this over your years, it's probably true. Any job you've had, any raise you've had, you probably are like, oh, I have just more money to spend. However, it really should probably be viewed as you have more money to save and invest. It's very important to try to fight lifestyle creep because with lifestyle creep, the more you earn, the more non-essential items and luxury goods start to be perceived as, quote, necessities versus wants in life. In general, it's good practice to fight lifestyle creep throughout your PA career as much as you can. However, it is especially important during those first few years of being a practicing PA as you're trying to set yourself up for success and pay off those loans. As a reminder, I created this podcast to try to teach and share some tools and, and strategies that I have learned over the years to try to help prevent future PAs and newly graduated PAs in making some of the same financial mistakes that I've made. Well, this was another area in which I did not succeed very well at the beginning. Initially, after I graduated PA school, I was very gun ho about paying off my loans quickly and getting that proverbial monkey off my back. However, our quote, financial advisor, which we will discuss at another time, advised me to not be in such a big rush to pay off my student loans, but rather to do so over the course of 10 years. He seemingly offered this advice based on a couple of reasons. The first is he notified me that the interest amount that I paid on my student loans each year was tax deductible, and second, he recommended that my husband and I instead put money towards purchasing life insurance, which we will discuss later as well. However, unfortunately, both of these areas were not excellent areas of advice. For example, I was able to deduct my student loan interest over the course of a few years, but then once our joint income reached a certain threshold, that was no longer an option for us. Additionally, as we will discuss on a future episode, whole life insurance really does have its flaws. Instead of dragging out your student loan payments for a decade or more, seriously consider if you and your significant other, if you have one, can buck up and live more frugally for another two to five years after PA school while throwing excess dollars at your student loans. It will feel so good and freeing to be done with those payments. The next strategy to paying off your student loans quickly is to increase your income to decrease your debt. We just talked about how trying to consider saving more at the beginning of your new career, but this point encourages you to earn more. As a PA, you are able to work in a variety of medical roles and areas of medicine. Consider getting a second part-time job to use the earnings to cut your student loan amount. Another option would be to work another job outside of medicine, though a PA job likely would be more profitable. The next strategy to consider is to consider whether you will be participating in in the PSLF, which stands for Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. If you elect to work for a qualifying governmental organization or a not-for-profit, you may be eligible to have your student loan forgiven. To qualify for PSLF, you would need to work full-time for 10 years and make 120 qualifying payments. Many PAs end up being employed through for-profit private organizations so they would not qualify for this option. This has to be a personal decision for you to make depending upon what area of medicine and what area of the country you're wanting to practice in. The government has been discussing canceling this program, so there's no guarantee that the program will benefit you, although if you were to start it, there is probably a chance that you would be grandfathered in. Of the providers who have tried to qualify for PSLF, it sounds as though only a very tiny percentage of them Have actually been able to have their student loans forgiven. It sounds like it is because they didn't read all the paperwork very carefully, fill out all the forms correctly, make 120 qualifying payments. So a word of advice if you were to follow PSLF would be to keep meticulous notes on every single form that you have filled out and every single qualifying payment. Because sometimes the government can make mistakes and say that you didn't make a qualifying payment when you actually did. If you do decide that pursuing PSLF is the option for you, it is suggested that you make the minimum required qualified payments in addition to setting aside money each month into a separate account to save enough money that will add up to pay off your loan over the years. Again, ideally within two to five years by living frugally, but definitely within the 10 years. Then, if for some reason you do not qualify for PSLF at the end of 10 years, you would have that chunk of money set aside to pay off the loan anyway. The next strategy to consider when paying off PA student loans is to consider whether you'll be participating in an income-driven repayment plan, such as pay, repay, IBR plan, or ICR plan. Before I discuss these, you probably shouldn't try to pay off your student loans under one of these plans. But for some people, these are the best options for them, so they need to be reviewed. Income-driven repayment plans, or IDR plans, are programs where a borrower could potentially have a lower monthly payment based on a percentage of their income, especially if it's a lower level income and the size of their family. In addition to possibly having lower payments, if you do make those payments on time over the years of the repayment term, the rest of your loan amount is forgiven. If a new PA has a very large student loan debt amount, and depending upon if they have kids as well or many kids, this may sound like an appealing option. However, I would like to caution you on a few things. The first is something called the tax bomb. Yes, this is as bad as it sounds. With IDR plans, unlike PSLF, which we just reviewed, the forgiveness amount is unfortunately taxed at regular income rates. So the year your loans are finally forgiven, you'd likely have to pay a very large tax amount, which is not cool. The second caution is that IDR plans are government programs, so their tax rates are usually on the higher end of the student loan spectrum compared to private student loan companies. The third caution is simply the fact that with an IDR plan, you'd be in debt for so many years as in likely 20 to 25 whole years depending upon the program that you were to go with. Even the salary of a PA right out of school would be considered a fairly high income, so most PAs likely would not need to use an IDR plan. A PA career also should be considered an in-demand, reliable career, which helps mitigate the risk of not being able to make payments with set amounts. However, during rare situations such as the COVID-19 pandemic, which we are currently still in the midst of, about a year out, even PAs can be furloughed or laid off, unfortunately. If other similar pandemics were to occur in the future, though, many loan companies likely will work with their borrowers to provide some flexible payment options. An IDR plan may benefit a select few, but honestly, the whole concept of reaching financial independence is not only to get out of debt ASAP, but to accumulate wealth over time as well so you can choose what to do with your time and your money. The next strategy in paying back your PA student loans is to consider refinancing your student loans with a private lender. If you are not shooting for PSLF and have decided that going through an IDR plan is not right for you, The next step to consider is whether or not you should refinance any federal student loans through a private lender. The answer to this is likely yes, as often the rate that you would get through a private lender would be quite a bit lower. However, again, during rare situations like the COVID pandemic, if you were to continue to have federal student loans, those types of loans are currently in forbearance for a lot of People, whereas people who have private student loans, such as myself, have still had to make continuous monthly payments on their student loans. So there are pros and cons to each. So let's review the pros and cons of refinancing your student loans. The first pro of refinancing your student loans with a private lender is the ability to choose some of the aspects of the loan terms. The private lender that I chose had several loan options for me to pick from including the ability to pick how many years I wanted to pay back my loan, as well as being able to choose from fixed versus variable interest rates based on the length of the loan that I settled on. The next pro is the benefit of saving money with a lower interest rate. This was my biggest motivating factor to have me refinance my student loans. I was able to lock in a lower interest rate, which has saved me several thousands of dollars over the past few years. The next pro of refinancing your student loans with a private lender is the ease of having all of the loans with one company. After PA school, I had both a small amount of student loans from undergrad in addition to a large amount of loans from PA school. Once I refinanced, the lump sum of my student loans was all in one easy, convenient location with the same company. Now let's review some cons of refinancing your student loans with a private lender. The first is the surrendering of your eligibility for income-driven repayment programs, or IDR programs, which we had previously discussed. IDR programs are only available if you still have federal student loans. The next con is the lack of flexibility of being able to adjust monthly payment amounts. Once you refinance with a private lender, you are obligated to make the monthly payments, The exception, of course, is that you may always pay more than your minimum requirement, which is obviously advisable. This would allow you to pay off your student loan sooner. If you were to keep federal student loans, you would be able to participate in IDR programs, as we've discussed. So if your income increases, you would pay more. Conversely, if your income decreases, you would pay less on your monthly student loan amount. The next con to consider is the loss of qualifying for PSLF program. Again, PSLF is only available to you if you continue to have federal student loans. The final con to consider in refinancing your student loans with a private lender is the requirement of needing to have a great credit score. Many private student loan lenders require their borrowers to have great credit scores. Many private student loan lenders require their borrowers to have great credit scores. If you have not had the chance to build credit... Or if you have a poor credit score, you may need to stick with federal loans. If you do decide to refinance your loans with a private lender, I encourage you to consider several companies, such as SoFi, which I have used and have enjoyed, Earnest, Laurel Road, etc. You can review these companies to compare interest rates and terms. Additionally, I would encourage you to check through a service called Credible online where you're able to enter your personal information as well as your student loan information and what you are looking for in a loan. Then Credible will show you which companies you would match through as well as their interest rates to compare them all through one service. This sounds so convenient and it sounds like it would have been a great tool to have had after I graduated from PA school. The next strategy to consider in paying back your PA student loans is if you do decide to refinance your student loans through a private lender, you likely should frequently refinance your student loans over the years. I was almost six years out of PA school when this notion came to my attention. Six whole years, can you believe that? For some reason, I thought something to the effect that once I had initially refinanced my student loans, that that rate was likely the best rate I could get. This thought process is wrong for so many reasons, which will soon be discussed. Additionally, I had liked the company that I had refinanced through, again, which was SoFi, because they had great customer service. So even though I was getting mailed advertisements from other student loan companies about refinancing through them, I never really considered it. However, it finally dawned on me after reading many articles and posts online about how so many others were refinancing their student loans and getting really good rates. I decided to look into it and found that not only could I get a better interest rate, but that I could actually stick with my original loan company instead of going through a competitor. So I ended up dropping my interest rate by 2.27% when I refinanced through SoFi the second time, which again allowed me to save thousands of dollars on interest. There technically is not a time limit between when you can refinance again after you've originally done so. You can continually shop for lower interest rates through companies and refinance them often until your student loans are paid off. It is somewhat of a hassle, though, so take this into consideration. For example, the economy can affect interest rates, so they may be lower depending upon what's going on in our country and even the world, such as, again, the COVID pandemic can affect interest rates. One caveat to refinancing student loans often is that in order to obtain great interest rates through student loan companies, You again usually need to have a good, if not great, credit score. Additionally, the process of refinancing your student loans in of itself can affect your credit score, but this is usually by only a small amount for a short period of time, so it probably doesn't matter much. The savings typically outweigh the small effect that it would have on your credit score. You likely will be able to get a better interest rate over the years after you've been practicing as a PA for several years. As you make payments on your student loans, your credit score will likely improve, especially if you're trying to avoid credit card debt. Additionally, over the years out of PA school, your income likely will increase, which would also help improve your credit score. This would allow your debt-to-income ratio improving, and that makes you more attractive to private lenders. We have reviewed different strategies and tools to use to help you pay back your student loans quickly. I hope you consider doing some of these while you are trying to pay back your student loans because once they are paid back, you will feel so accomplished and relieved once that burdensome debt is off of your shoulders. Again, I have been happy with using SoFi for both refinancing my student loans initially as well as doing so again later. So if you would like to receive a referral link from me to get $100 from SoFi once your student loan is funded, then please reach out to me at Cat that's spelled k-a-t at pa the fi and then i would email you back a link to apply to sofi through additionally i would love to hear your feedback about the podcast as well as if you have any suggestions for future episodes i sincerely thank each of you for taking a listen today and please consider sharing this episode and this podcast with a current or future pa that you know